0: folks, welcome to Culture Dumps. I'm Ryan Lichten. Parks Miller is not with us today, but instead we have my good friend Dinah Rankin, model, actress, fucking internet personality extraordinaire. Dinah, welcome to Culture Dumps.
1: Hello, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Let's, Let's talk. Let's Culture Dump. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. And uh, we have a, a very, a very big one today. Uh, we got Tila tequila. This is something, you know, people have requested that we do this one. Um, so folks at home, yes, we do. Like I've, I've told you before, we do listen to your requests and this one gets dark. There's some pretty nasty stuff here, but there's also a lot of goofy stuff because it's in that sweet spot of like the dawn of internet celebrities uh like as as the beginning
1: the beginning of the end the beginning of influencers Mm -hmm.
0: yes exactly yeah and uh and (laughs) what she was influencing i'm not quite sure but maybe we'll figure it out by the end of this So, why is Tila Tequila a culture dump? Well, she's a dump because MySpace was the first major social media platform and the stars that were born from it can teach us something about what it means to be a celebrity, especially in the age of influencers. Tila Tequila is a perfect example of how the concept of fame can be twisted into a dark mess of confusion that begs the question, who deserves to be famous and why? And so with with this topic, I mean, we're talking about MySpace influencers, all that. I'm I'm assuming, Dinah, you used MySpace.
1: Oh yeah, no, I I had MySpace, and I would get so excited every time I got a friend request. I was friends with the fucking dudes from L. F. Mayo. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> they even they even invited me over to their house one time.
0: Uh, Uh, did you go? Yeah, I went. Too little. No,
1: I. (laughs) You went. I went, but uh, they picked up on the fact that I was underage, and they uh, (laughs) and they were nice enough to not rape me. But uh, <laughs> oh my god!
0: Well, that's 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 a good uh, ending to that story because uh, yeah. you know that that could have not happened like that. Yeah,
1: usually, I mean, usually you get raped, but uh, no, oh my god, no, they 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 were they were nice dudes. They they weren't creepy or anything. They were just kind of cheesy and had the whole right. You know, they were really big into MySpace. Well, that's for sure.
0: Well, that's kind of the funny and interesting thing about MySpace. I mean, like, you know, social media now, like, if you were to send a message to say someone that has a million followers, chances are they're not going to get back to you. But MySpace, Uh, uh, people were getting, well, some some, (laughs) uh, of us. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah sorry dinah yeah no one's no one's responding to me maybe they'll respond to um, you i don't uh. <laughs>
1: know about you but speak for yourself buddy <laughs> right well but back in the
0: day you know with MySpace, yeah. like you know and we'll talk about this a little bit more in, in a bit but you know there was a real feeling of like oh i actually am connecting with this person and yeah. tequila was kind of a perfect example of that and like were you friends with her on myspace no no but
1: but she was like she was she was like forbidden she was like one of the major myspace it girls
0: right yeah oh and forbidden i mean that's another that's another good one tragic ending yeah but with that but i mean as we'll find out uh i feel like myspace because there wasn't like a um a a set like you know group like a standard of rules or anything with the way being famous from myspace was going to go nowadays influencers there's like kind of like uh a format that you follow to become big and to maintain that. Yeah. MySpace, it was like the Wild West. So yeah. It, yeah. Like people weren't expecting to become successful off of it. And I feel like, too, there's an element of no one really took MySpace celebrities seriously because they were from MySpace. Like all their music kind of sucked, and like you had to be really in the pocket of like early teens to like respect it. But nowadays, it's it's totally different. Like, being an influencer is the starting point for, for everything
1: Oh, else. my God. I cannot believe that shit. No, like, I, I was taking, like, an Uber the other day. And, you know, like, you always have people in, in L.A. that are like, I just moved to L.A. I just moved to Hollywood. i going to tell you about my fucking <laughs> dreams now. And, uh, you know, I had this chick who was my Uber driver, and she was telling me, she's like, yeah, I moved to L.A. I, I want to become an influencer. She must have been, like, <laughs> 21 or 22 and I just Did you tell her she was like, too old? No, but I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, wow, like 10 years ago, like people would laugh at me if I would take a selfie in public. And like right. now That's it's true. like, it's like a fucking young teen dream to be the influencer, to be in and like, and people still laugh at it as a job, but like it's definitely the fucking rock star lifestyle. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, sure. Like, like getting. Getting paid to to just take pictures with your phone and yeah. show up places and be hot, like yeah, sorry. no, it it, that, it sounds like that the fucking rules. That it, that, that, it that sounds rules. like the dream. <laughs> yeah, like that's awesome. Fuck All you. Right. That's great.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it was it didn't start that way. So we'll get into it right, right now. So before everything, let's let's get into uh, Tila Tequila's life. So Tila Tequila, A.K.A. Nujin Tintan. Uh, we just had a little discussion on how to how to say the name uh, again. I don't speak Vietnamese, but I'm trying my best. But luckily, we only have to say that once. So she was born <laughs> in Singapore on October twenty fourth, nineteen eighty one. Before she was two years old, her family moved from Singapore to Houston, Texas. Texas. And her parents had been moved to Singapore after the Vietnam War, during the Great Migration. Um, and when I was learning about this, this is an interesting fact I, I just wanted to throw out there. Um, when I was learning about, you know, people being rescued from Vietnam and then being dispersed in different countries, um, there was an actress, Tippi Hedren, who f- started a vocational program for for Vietnamese women coming over, uh, where she would send them to, like, beauty school. And that's why 50% of nail salons in the U.S. are owned by Vietnamese. Kind of an interesting thing. Wow fact yeah but that has nothing to do with the story so once in houston her family moved into a strict buddhist community so strict in fact that a young tila began to rebel against her family and community At the age of 16, she ran away to Queens, New York shortly after or around the same time that she witnessed a drive-by shooting in Houston, Texas. The timeline of the next chapter of her story has been reported in a couple different ways, but the general consensus is that at 17, she became pregnant and suffered a miscarriage. She then graduated high school in 2000 and met a Playboy magazine talent scout at a shopping mall. He got her a tryout shoot, the shoot went well, and she got the call back, so she moved to California. She was then featured as playboy cyber girl of the week in april of 2002 now a playboy talent scout kind (laughs) of seems like one of the shadiest jobs ever because you're going to small towns and just cruising the mall for girls that just graduated high school
1: i mean you know yeah but I I mean Playboy is, is supposed to be like a magazine that isn't as uh, you know, predatorial as the other ones. Like it's it's kind of like an honor to be in Playboy, you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah, so, sure, sure. You know. So it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. And also, though, this whole
0: story is very much in this, like, early 2000s because, like, Cyber Girl of the Month, like, you know, (laughs) or Cyber Girl of the Week. Like, I don't think they do that anymore. I mean, that just sounds so
1: early 2000s. They don't don't do any of that shit anymore. I actually just finished working for Playboy, and I can tell you that they don't do anything like they used to do. It's a completely different company.
0: Right. Well, uh... you know, once the once the, you know, the big the big hog died, uh, I feel like they <laughs> they had to, you know, yeah. clean up their act a little bit and then change it up a little bit.
1: Well, they they were smart cuz they rebranded cuz they realized that what's cool now is to be inclusive. And right. they were like, "We're going to make this company about everybody, not just about like hot naked chicks."
0: Yes. And and, and that's important. But at this point in time, it was like it was a big deal for Tila Tequila to be the cyber girl of the week because she was the first Asian girl to be featured as the cyber girl of the week. So it was like the accolades uh, that come along with that. And again, yeah, now it's just kind of like a moot thing. uh, And the direction Playboy is going is totally different. But back to the story. So as her modeling career grew, Tila Tequila also made an attempt to break into the music industry with the band Beyond Betty Jean. After BBJ broke up, she started a group called Jealousy, and eventually she would release a solo project under her name, Tila Tequila. Um, Wow, she was
1: in a band called BBL. (laughs) BBJ. (laughs) She was in a band called BBJ, BBL. Yeah. And and that didn't work. So then she named her next. Band Jealousy of My BBL Okay And I, I think that, that.
0: <laughs> She named it Jealousy Because Like the She had joined Beyond Betty Jean Like that, They BBL. were already a band
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> BBL Yes
0: They were already a band Tila shows up Starts singing for them Now And all anyone cares about Is seeing her So then the band breaks up Because they're serious About their music And you're just a pair of tits Or whatever So then right, she called right. her Next group Jealousy Like to get back at them But uh, that didn't work And I tried to find like a sound clip of of bb bbl to to play but all i could find was a live show that they did in like 2003 and it's filmed with like the very first camera phone ever so it's unlistenable
1: so it's very high quality like it's it's the best yeah exactly It's, I, it's like IMAX movie quality. <laughs> it's like a
0: Marvel movie, yeah, but with Tila yeah. Tequila uh, singing about, like, uh, taking Her shots BBL. of Smirnoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 2003 was a very important year in the life of Tila Tequila. Not only was she a contestant on the insane-as-fuck-and-forgotten VH1-celeb-reality game show, Surviving Nugent, she also created an account on the new innovative website slash social experiment called MySpace. Yeah, Surviving Nugent. Did you know about this?
1: Oh, of course. I remember Surviving Nugent. That that shit was crazy.
0: See, I never heard about it, and we just did a whole fucking – thing on celeb reality and for some reason this it didn't it didn't come up but I guess because we were just looking at the dating ones but like so what what would they do they like they had like it was like physical challenges right like climbing under barbed wire (laughs) and shit right he
1: he, he would like chase them with a gun like like, like it's just like him like on his like racist ranch and like him just like chasing them with guns like I only saw like two episodes but
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it was it was big enough to get him more shows because then he had the Ted Commandments, which was another oh, one. Oh God! And what, then he had another one name. called Wanted: Ted or Alive. Oh, and then oh no, there was also a uh, Running Wild from Ted Nugent. So he had like a bunch of shows where yeah, yeah he's just chasing people so, with guns.
1: Yeah. So he's he's literally like the fucking dude from that short story who like. To, who, like, rents an island and, like, hunts people. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, like he, like, literally, like, went to VH1 and was, like, all right, so this is the concept, and it's, like, literally him being, like, I want to hunt people on an island with my gun. Yeah, well, what's it <laughs> called? Like,
0: it just... the most dangerous game?
1: Yeah, it, I, it... <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't remember what it was called, but it, it's, it's, like, a famous short story about, like, right. this, like... Billionaire billionaire like English Dude who like <laughs> Gets off of like hunting people uh,
0: Well there was also <laughs> a serial killer from Alaska named Robert Hansen who Like legit would do that like he would Kidnap like a, a prostitute and Then fly oh, his like little gosh. plane Into the woods release them and then hunt them And uh so, Yeah, yeah Ted Nugent, I remember uh, hearing psycho. about that
1: <laughs> Yeah and, and a couple of, of the prostitutes Escaped one of them escaped Yeah, yeah right. I think that's how they caught him
0: it, it is. Yeah, it's an it's yeah. an amazing story. There, I believe there's a, uh, a movie made about it with uh, John Cusack and Nicolas Cage. I forgot who plays who, but one plays the cop, one plays the killer. But anyway, I
1: wonder which one it is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be a total waste of film if they didn't have Nicolas Cage chase prostitutes through the woods. Uh, so 2003, you know, we'd be, we got to take a little break from tequila for a second and break down a the quick history of MySpace uh, and social media in general. So people right. connecting online that begins of course with email, which is like the first big feature of the internet and then forum pages, chat rooms, all that. But in 1997, a website known as six degrees was launched and that became what would be considered the first social networking site. The site featured individual user profiles where the users would list their interests, professional history, school affiliations and any other info they thought people should know. There was, you know, there was a bunch of copycat websites over the next few years, but in 2002, one of these sites would seemingly perfect the platform. This site was Friendster and Friendster is where all of this begins. So, by 2002, the internet was no longer reserved solely for the tech-savvy. There was now a generation of young people who were born during the existence of the internet, and the use of social media sites was about to explode. Friendster was the first to see this wave of young users. Then comes MySpace in 2003, which would offer several features that would prove to be the bread and butter of social media for the next five years. However, all MySpace did was take the format of Friendster and built it out to be more accessible for advertisers. In fact, MySpace is credited with creating the concept of an internet influencer by recruiting popular or in some cases, banned users from Friendster to you know bring them over to MySpace and then advertise on their profile pages in the form of web banners and you know pop-ups and things like that. And the creators of MySpace were able to lure a massive following, a following that would be exposed to the marketing the website was created for in the first place. So that's kind of the thing. Friendster was, like, the last, like, pure uh, social media site, I I, I guess. Um, And then MySpace was like, well, we could do the same thing, but we'll slam ads all over it. And by giving bands pages and, and like, allowing music pages and stuff, you then had record labels, you know, paying – you know, MySpace yeah. to feature their bands and things like that. And, you know, that you allowed for people like Tila Tequila to, you know, create music and, and promote it themselves. So it really was the perfect MySpace was just perfect. Let's just say it. It, yeah. was, it was perfect for a second.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I,
0: I just recently read a story though that they had, because, like, you know what happens? Like, people don't log into their MySpace for like years and then they forget their password. And it's like, you kind of just leave it as internet trash. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. just like litter. Um, But all those pages were still there. And then like maybe 10 years later, people were starting to get into their MySpace pages or try to to get their old band's music. And MySpace had wiped out all these expired pages and erased about 12 years worth of uploaded material. So if you had stuff on MySpace, it's not there anymore unless you like maintain your page, which if you did, you're a psycho.
1: Hey, well, some of us are psychos because Did my MySpace, MySpace is up and running. I am an internet uh, uh, historian, and <laughs> <laughs> my uh, MySpace, no, I haven't logged into it. I don't even know how the fuck to get into it. Man, I would love to. So I can delete all the embarrassing shit that I wrote when I was 14 years old. Oh, yeah, like <laughs> your live journal and shit? Oh. Oh, God, woof. Yeah. yeah. No. It, it, it was no. rough.
0: It's funny, oh. like, everyone wanted to be so big on, on MySpace when it was happening, like, when we were in high school and stuff, you know? But like, I'm so glad I wasn't because like, wow, how embarrassing would that have been? And I mean, we'll see the effects of that. So Tila Tequila, she was actually banned from Friendster for her sexually charged profile pictures. And then MySpace swept in, convinced her to sign up for their site. And the rest is history. So let's Mm -hmm. get back to the woman of the hour. After Tila Tequila joins MySpace, she quickly becomes one of the top three most followed accounts. Although back in those days, users were not considered followers. They were friends. And that's an important concept in the early days of social media. There was a real feeling of connection and by someone, especially someone with over a million friends or what have you, accepting your friend request or requesting you as a friend made you feel like there was a specific effort made to contact you. Also, Tila prided herself in responding to people personally on the site, creating a level of access not yet experienced between fans and celebrities. That's like the major thing with her. Yeah. Is like yeah. if you said like, wow, you're really hot or something, she'd be like, thank you. And that was enough to like keep a guy going for like, right. <laughs> for like
1: years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's still I'm, I'm sure there's still someone with like a printout framed of like their message thread with Teela Tequila. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wish I had one. Uh, that's just something I would collect. So, the word celebrity gained a new meaning through MySpace. While Tila was in Playboy as well as countless auto magazine spreads, she was mostly known as the girl from MySpace. And there was a new phenomenon of people being famous because they were on the screens of millions of people's computers, but without having to climb the ladder of showbiz. And this was putting the prospect of fame back into the hands of the common people. Even though I wouldn't yeah. necessarily. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I make it sound like it's some like n- Great like socialist like yeah we're, we're Taking it back from the from the big Wigs but uh it's it's not Really like that
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well
0: But she, I mean... had, she had like 1.7 Million followers now like I mean nowadays you know if you look At like a Kardashian's Instagram or something That's like 1.7 million is, is You know small potatoes but back in the day that Was fucking huge that was like as big as it got
1: Oh yeah
0: I, I remember mean, because now I mean well like I had 457 friends I think on MySpace, and I was like that's good that's not good <laughs> like right. it's, yeah it wasn't a thing so her account grew in popularity not just because of her quote unquote sexy profile pictures but also because of her dedication to responding to fans and she would spend hours a day personally responding to messages and comments presenting a down to earth persona along with a rock star sex pot aesthetic So at the height of MySpace's relevancy, Tila broke out of the web world and returned to television. She was an occasional host on Fuse TV's Pants Off Dance Off, but her career really took an upturn in October of 2007. Also, like, you got to keep in mind, by 2007, MySpace is on its way out. Uh, It was Mm -hmm. a very, very short-lived window. But in October of 2007, she came out with her very own show on MTV, Shot at Love with Tila Tequila and the show actually earned itself a second season the following year. Now, this is the craziest dating show that ever existed, I think. I mean, it kind of beats out like The Rock of Love's uh just in concept.
1: Uh yeah, maybe. I I'd have to rewatch them all again, but Rock of Love was pretty iconic, I got to say. Like that was Well,
0: it, it was more iconic for sure, but it, it like here's the thing with Shot at Love. You had 16 men come into this house and and you know, women
1: remember she was well, bisexual. Then you, had, well, yeah, th-
0: then you had 16 women the next day that came in and then after she kicked off like a, like a small group of guys the first day and then they all go away and then she brings in 16 girls she kicks off a few and then she introduces the groups of girls and the guys together and they're both surprised like what and she's like yep i'm bisexual and like that was like the weight of the show right um, yeah that, that, that was like the whole backbone Of it. She also was like in a couple TV shows. She was in the film, I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Uh, She plays a Hooters waitress. I'm sure that was a role that she found difficulty uh, putting herself in, but darn it, she did it. Um, But with Shot at Love, the interesting thing. you know, we had the creator of the, uh, Instagram page, uh, depths of Wikipedia on, and one of the like Wikipedia articles that she had posted that was really popular was something called bisexual lighting where in a film when they want to kind of show sexual ambiguity, they, they, uh. Put pink and blue lighting like harsh And like the whole show shot at love is bisexual lighting It's like this is blue and pink Because there's boys and girls And like it was like that fucking basic And that show should have been groundbreaking But the sludge of early 2000s reality TV exploitation culture Just covered the whole thing until it was virtually untouchable By anyone seeking any substance in the show I mean it's it's bad Yeah and and again, it's all based on like the fact that you might see a girl kiss a girl. Well,
1: that's that's what was selling to the to the little boys and the little girls. You got to give I, them that, I, you know.
0: Just just a taste, little taste of the alternative lifestyle. Shot, at, yeah, and shot at
1: love, baby.
0: A shot at love, yeah. Two seasons of that. Uh, I tried to find it. Um, there is. There are episodes on YouTube, but whoever uploaded it did that thing where they like fuck with the audio so it can't be taken down. So, like, all the voices are pitched super high like chipmunks, which is, right. you know, funny at first, but you can't watch a whole episode <laughs> like that. Yeah. 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 It'll drive you crazy. Uh, so, man. during all of this, Tila was still releasing music. She signed under Will I M's recording label, but released her single, I Love You. I'll fucking kill you. You bet don't me. You bet me. outside of her contract. She apparently had a tough time with contracts because she also recorded an EP titled Sex. a different record label who sued Tequila after she refused to hold up her end of the bargain in the contract. She lost the suit and the EP was released digitally. It seemed like she just had a problem with record labels in general because she had, like, pretty much made herself into a celebrity through her myspace so the idea of having to listen to someone else and rely on someone else's promotion probably just didn't sit right with her or it was confusing and she didn't understand that like you can't just put the song out because it's ready you know right um so that was kind of the the downfall of her music career but she would continue to release stuff it just never never hit um and i mean you know i i played a little bit of that. So you'll probably see why it's very like that. I mean, it, it's all just so pre 2010, like, Oh, uh, I'm a bad bitch. Fuck off girl. Right. Yeah. That's like the whole thing. Like everyone had songs like that. Like I would say like, I mean like Jeffrey stars music was like that Hollywood undead. Like there was a genre of MySpace music and Tila yeah. was totally that.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, i jeffrey star though like beauty killer that's a good song yeah i don't i don't i don't care what anyone says i mean he well you better not super, care because i'm sure people well, have something to say yeah well he's like super problematic but that song is funny i'm sorry it's it's just it's just really really funny well, it's I, like him yeah it's it's just it's just him being like i'm addicted to pills <laughs> if i'm not beautiful i want to kill myself botox bitch. Better than botox, botox botox yeah fuck you and I, i'm like i you know it's it's funny it's like it's like i'm sorry that's hilarious
0: <laughs> yeah no I, I, yeah it, it it was all the same because it was like this there yeah. wasn't any real like awareness of like you yeah know, obviously political correctness you know, forget about that you
1: know what's so amazing is how toxic it was yeah <laughs> like, like we are like everything has changed so much now like now it it's like i don't know i mean God bless America. Thank you, God. I mean, we've obviously progressed, but I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, I'm sure God like, is
0: to blame uh, for how like, things have improved.
1: Like, I just wow. Just like the way things used to be, like – a little over ten years ago It's just like Jesus
0: <laughs> Yeah No I mean, Yeah it, I mean it's It's really really crazy And again You know There is one argument Where it's like Yeah Teela Tequila Was like A strong Like in your face Woman who didn't give a fuck And was doing things her way But like The thing is It's like There's just such an air Of like Trying to cater To like the Like quote, like toxic masculinity of the era. So it kind of oh, takes yeah. away any of the empowerment that might have been there, you know, at least oh, from that. outside perspective. Oh, ab- absolutely,
1: yeah, definitely, ab- ab- absolutely. So
0: now everything that happens after this point is really the stuff of Dump Dreams. And we're gonna burn through a bunch of accomplishments and business ventures and everything else, cause there's a ton of stuff here. But first we gotta get into Tila Tequila's love life in the year 2009. So, in early 2009, Tila was dating pro football player Sean Merriman, but the relationship ended after a widely publicized domestic violence incident. The charges were Ooh. dropped against Merriman, and Tequila attempted suicide. Things began oh to look... Oh, my God. Out. I know. No, it gets dark. I mean, that's the thing. It's like this. there's just so much nasty shit coming out of that MySpace stage. Like you mentioned Forbidden, the other giant MySpace, like, you yeah. know, sex icon. Like, she committed suicide as well. I mean, it's, it's just bad. And there's so much drug addiction, like, Ladin throughout, like, some of those early influencers because the things that people looked for, I feel like, in an internet celebrity were just darker and dirtier, you know, like, as opposed to now. Now it seems like there's, like, a big wholesome edge to a lot of it, or at least, like, on the surface. Yeah. Like with TikTok kids like doing their dances like now you can be literally like 10 years old and be like the fucking biggest thing on YouTube uh, because you're like playing with toys. But back then you had to like show your boobs and like cuss a lot and like do pills and that was like the thing. So things began to look up though for the former MySpace megastar in November of 2009 when it was announced that she was engaged to Johnson and Johnson heiress Casey Johnson. The two had been on a single date before Johnson proposed. However, this relationship would be cut tragically short in January of 2010 when Johnson was found dead in her home at the age of 30. The cause of death has been disputed. Her friends believe it was due to her excessive drug use, although the autopsy shows that it was natural causes. got to say, natural causes at 30, Uh. (laughs) that has to be like like the natural cause is that, yes, Um, naturally you will die if you abuse your body that much
1: yeah, and also uh, her fucking billionaire family can uh, make sure the coroner can write anything on there, <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like, like, like they're your like, family uh, owns
0: baby powder, dude. like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're
1: like they're like natural causes, <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. yeah,
0: check. yeah, exactly. yeah. and Casey Johnson, I mean, is really interesting too, because she grew up. I mean, like, you have heiresses like Paris Hilton who obviously is like a great example of how like being born into that can, like benefit you. and like, you can, like, have like a very positive career, you know, with, with minor blemishes here and there. But I mean, Paris Hilton is a fucking icon. Casey Johnson is literally the antithesis of that because she was just scandal ridden her entire life. I mean, the last thing she was known for was being engaged to Tila tequila. Who wasn't, yeah. like, you know, that's not really the best look, even at this time, because she ha- like yeah. Tila hasn't gone off the deep end yet. Sounds like she has. But uh, th- this is kind of what sends her over into the deep end. And soon we'll lose the last bit of the original Tila tequila. Um, oh,
1: yeah. Well, this Casey Johnson girl was just so tragic. That's just so sad. Like, yeah, she was some, she was really like, messed up stuff there. But
0: she was doing like, like, well, I mean, besides the drugs and stuff, there's like pictures of her at like nine years old with like Chanel bags and like high heels and like full face of makeup and stuff. And like, she was just really like allowed to live as a like super rich heiress, but when she was a child. And so that just fucks you up the older you get.
1: Yeah. Well, it's so sad. So her, so she and and Tila probably had this, chaotic relationship and i have i have met women like that before in my lifetime i knew this girl who dated peaches geldoff and they go over to their apartment yeah peaches used to live across the street from me and they would go over to her apartment and they'd all do dope together and like you know they were all addicted to heroin and all this shit and it was just such a like like i'd like witness the dynamic between like peaches and like the people around her and like this girlfriend that she had and I was just like oh my god like baby this is just drugs yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) heroin is like (laughs) gross too like it makes a mess like first of all like
1: you know it it, it turns you into shit poor girl yeah and she ended up dying and she overdosed and it's just like but I, I remember witnessing that group of people and like that culture of like you know, really rich people who are really off the deep end and the kind of people that circle around them. And I could, yeah, I can imagine a relationship like Tila and Casey just, yeah. Can you imagine being their neighbor? (laughs) Oh,
0: man. Oh, my God. Just like stomp, 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 heels, 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 scream, scream, scream.
1: I mean, they, they they probably really cared for each other, but I'm just saying, like, that is just toxic on toxic. Well, That's so sad. you
0: know, when you're talking about people uh, coming into their life like dark figures, just when you thought, folks at home, that, you know, you, you dumpers out there, just when you thought you escaped them, Joe Francis is back. In 2009, Joe Francis, the Girls Gone Wild founder, helped Tila launch her very own dating site called Tila's Hotspot Dating dot com. It's also (laughs) suspected that Francis was behind her engagement to Johnson, uh, which, you know, is very, very likely because he was such a master at creating scandal, um, especially like with like, you know hot chicks being at the at the center of it you know he was the one that yeah. you know got uh, convinced kardashian that it was a good idea to release the sex tape and stuff like that you know i mean
1: oh yeah so what it a is,
0: creep it is very likely <laughs> that he introduced the two together because he had that private celebrity resort in mexico that i'm sure maybe i mean this is all speculation but I'm, i bet you he had some dealings with johnson and was like oh like tequila, tequila like like this would be so sensational You know, this would this is the way to, Mm -hmm. you know, really boost each other and also maybe make him some money somehow in a roundabout way. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's just, you know, speculation. Um, But anyways, her dating site totally tanked. uh, And then her publicist quit because she was becoming increasingly difficult to deal with. And her life began to spiral out of control and it's at this time that she drops her trademark moniker and becomes Miss Tila instead of Tila Tequila. Uh, There's going to be another name change a little later on. So, Miss Tila transformed her defunct dating website into a personal blog where she would write pages and pages of personal stories, many of which made headlines for all of the wrong reasons. After the death of her fiancé, she unleashed a seven-hour Twitter session, which was then transcribed to her blog. In the storm of confessions, she revealed some truths and some suspected untruths of her life. Uh, I'm going to read... A th- like, it's it's not gonna read as as great or it's not gonna sound as great as it looks on paper because there's so many typos and like anytime I say the word two in this, just know that it's the number two. That's how she wrote it, and uh, it's crazy. So this is something that she posted. I'm a ninja. I'm serious. That's why they sent me away to juvenile boarding school. Cause some dude tried to fight me and I beat him up. I got sent six months to juvie. But once I got sent to juvie, it was scary. Everyone was segregated and I had to find a new gang, quote unquote, to chill with to back me up in there. And I so got rolled with the Mexicans. That's how I got the name Tila Tequila. My Mexican family, gangsters. Gamey Dat name after I couldn't Drink with them so you see I went from gangbanger juvenile Criminal to changing my life around And now living the dream in Hollywood If I can do it So can you <laughs> End <Wow>. quote <laughs> Yeah So I mean and that's just I one snippet should,
1: Yeah I just hope that she Like speaks at like high school graduations Like college graduations Like just that exact just like that (laughs) yeah just just like that i'm a ninja i'm serious that's why they sent me away to juvenile. (laughs) yeah that's why they sent me away to juvenile boarding school well you know what she's she's she she walked so the catch me outside girl ran okay so (laughs) let me just say catch me outside how about now is like we have that because of i'm a ninja i'm serious that's why they sent me away to Juicy. like (laughs) so you know like she is a pioneer
0: yes absolutely so 2010 was also a doozy of a year for the pioneer influencer she announced that she was pregnant only to retract the announcement a couple months later soon after that she posted a photo of what looked like her wrist with large bloody gashes Fans alerted authorities, and a desperate search for her ensued. Once she was found, which was about five hours later, uh, it was discovered that she was fine and that the post was a hoax—a hoax that wasted valuable time and resources from emergency responders. Ironically, she was booted from the cast of Celebrity Rehab that same month for real self-inflicted injuries. Celebrity wow. Rehab is a, is a whole other culture dump episode. I mean, yeah. like that—that that show is is so rough, and there's so much there. VH1 was really killing it uh for a while there <laughs>
1: they, they, you know it's 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 funny because vh1 was supposed to be like the classier like mtv but like actually they're so much more predatorial and like, sure way, way worse like,
0: yeah no definitely 100 like, like
1: like they're like they're like let's make shows about people's addictions and recovery <laughs> and exploit them while they are in recovery yeah but also it's like
0: okay so we we bring tila tequila into this rehab center and like ooh she's like she's self-harming let's kick her out of this treatment center (laughs) like that we brought her (laughs) in to try and give her help it's like what the hell backwards is that
1: i cannot believe that hollywood would do that that's so crazy (laughs) like They're, they're such good people. I can't, that's just so weird that they would do that.
0: I, I, it was a shocker to the, to the whole nation. So one of the most notable moments in the life of Tila Tequila, one that might very well eclipse her television show was her performance at the 2010 gathering of the juggalos. Whew. Yes. I mean, this was big news. I remember when this happened. This. Cause, yeah. Cause Tila, like by this point in time, by 2010, she was pretty much out the door, you know, like no one yeah. was really paying her any mind. Like my, again, my space was, was, Definitely over by this point. MySpace pretty much went down in 2008. Like it it, it was still active, but the big migration to Facebook and and Instagram and all that had happened. So, and then of course, reality TV had changed. Like we're now living, you know, in the Kardashian era and the Real Housewives era and the whole VH1 Celebrity stuff. That's all out, you know. Um, So for her to play this, it was like, what the fuck? Like that's a weird thing. But it was also, I believe, the first year that the gathering had like a ladies' stage or like a ladies' night or, or something and so they're like who better oh god yeah so tila took the stage to an ocean of booze a downpour of bottles rocks batteries bags of urine and even feces began to rain down on the falling star as she attempted to navigate her way through a set of her original rap songs the heckling soon became dangerous aggression, and she was escorted back to her trailer, where she was met by a mob of unruly juggalos who proceeded to break the trailer's windows and attempt to tip it over. <laughs> Photos of Tila after the event show facial swelling as a result of being hit by flying debris. Okay no one deserves to be like pummeled with, at least at this point in her life nowadays, maybe she deserves to have a couple things thrown at her and we'll get to why. But back then it was just strictly being angry. You know, it was just like strictly juggle, juggle bros. You know, I don't want to disparage the, the, the family too much here, but they, that was a complete overreaction. And like, that's never really happened there before. And, You know, tons of non-Juggalo acts perform at the Gathering of the Juggalos. But because Tila, I mean, if you read articles about it, there's a lot of aspects of like, well, she represented the girl that you couldn't get like online, you know. And so many of these people that went like saw her pictures and stuff and saw her as like this stuck up model that like wouldn't ever talk to them or give them the time of day. And they're taking out this aggression on like women in general, almost like a big incel get together (laughs) kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Oh um,
1: god!
0: Yeah. Yeah, where it's just oh, like boo, but boy. also you know, I. I she sucks live too so there, there's that but ICP you know a lot of people thought like or they were putting the blame on ICP and, and they're saying like oh like you know they made this happen to her or whatever well they stated that they felt terrible about that and they would not book someone with the express purpose of fucking with them they actually thought that she would like she was cool and she would be a good fit for this female fronted stage you know that was going to be like Blase Rose and like a couple of these other like you know juggalo female acts they thought hey great tila's a rapper she swears and stuff she likes to party this will be a good fit you know and tila even took her shirt off while she was performing to try and like quell the crowd with her boobs and uh to no avail
1: damn
0: yeah but yeah again it's not like icp was like oh yeah we'll have her come and then people can throw batteries at her
1: yeah i remember when this happened and i really gotta say that having juggalos throw piss and shit at you it, I guess that is rock bottom, you know. Like, <laughs> well, just
0: wait. But this is only 2010.
1: <laughs> god, I mean, but if you think about all about how she has descended into madness, I guess that that happened to you. Yeah, I mean, and I mean,
0: sh- what worse piss and shit to get thrown at you than the piss and shit at the gathering? Where <laughs>
1: oh, I, oh, god! I, I don't, I, I don't even want to vocalize, even talk.
0: Just like just, bronze just, colored Fago oh, P. Oh,
1: just,
0: oh. <laughs> Sorry there, Diana. All right. So, God, not long God. after the gathering of the Juggalos <laughs> debacle, Tila found herself at the center of a sex tape scandal. And there are a few Tila sex tapes, all of which she claimed were never meant to be released. One was filmed in 2004 with a former boyfriend that was leaked online, and the other was filmed a couple years later with two women. Now, Vivid Entertainment released the second video after attempting to sell the rights to it back to Tila, which was an offer that she refused. So, then the tape came out. And then and she won the AVN award for best celebrity sex tape which has to be a really shitty thing to not want your sex tape out there and then you win an award for it
1: and not, she didn't even get paid for it Jesus that's just being raped
0: yeah no it's, it, it, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's terrible and I mean You know, again, because this is in the same era, like, you've had people make tons of money off of sex tapes. Like, you already have the Pam and Tommy, and you have Paris Hilton, you have Kim Kardashian. All that shit already happened, so there was, like, a market in place, like, for her to do that. But, and also, it is strange that she didn't want that, like, to come out. Be Like, she had filmed two, you know, but she didn't want it to come out at all, even though, like... That was kind of her thing, you know, like all of her songs and everything. But you know, I get it. It is it is a, well, a personal that, thing, that, you know.
1: No, that that's because there's a difference between like performing and an actual like personal sex act with your partner. Sure. Like, like when porn stars make you know porn, that's not how real sex is. Wait, like what? that's a performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a performance. Kind of the dream <laughs> like, crusher. No, but like what I'm, well, especially with like Vivid, like right. like, like like remember like the, the like the old Vivid when they'd have like sets and like you know lighting and like it was like you back know, when there porn was like, meant something. You know you, you, you know, you know, what I mean. Like there was like a it was like a production.
0: Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, exactly. But then I mean, and we talked about this yeah. on our celebrity sex tape episode, like like and Girls Gone Wild. It's like that was changing because it became more about like the amateurness, the like the the accessibility, you know what i mean, the the yeah. well, and with celebrity sex tapes there's always the aspect of like you're watching something you're not supposed to have seen. You know, so so there's yeah, that.
1: Yeah, and that's why that's why people are so turned on by it or or that are just the salacious quality of it is why it is so popular and and why all pornography now is like just amateur videos. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, I mean, you know, those tapes coming out, that did nothing to to help her, you know, mental health at all. So in March of 2012, Tequila was hospitalized after another suicide attempt during which she took two bottles of prescription medicine. She then checked herself into a rehab facility, and now it gets really strange. After her stint in rehab, Tila began making delusional statements via Twitter, claiming that she was God and that she could create energy from nothing. Then in 2013, she began tweeting about her similarities to one Adolf Hitler. She also claimed that she was Hitler reborn and that he wasn't as bad as he was made out to be, and he was actually a pretty good artist. Uh, It's like like what wh- what a fucking deep yeah. dive off of the end you know what i mean like to
1: yeah she's she probably is suffering like a manic episode Right, because that's then that's what happens. She
0: she she decides like rather than like you know cleaning up her act and being like you know like I, I said some things I wasn't right in the in the head at the time you know blah blah like nope she's just, she doubles down on this. Uh, so yeah, she claims that she was Hitler reborn, and those tweets would eventually get her booted from the cast of Celebrity Big Brother UK in 2015. But of course, shortly before her appearance on the show, she gave birth to a baby girl. It's just like so many things are happening to her at once. You know, and it's just like, of course you had to give birth to a baby like fucking right when you claim that you're Hitler uh, reborn, uh, you know, and getting and getting booted mm-hmm. off of TV shows. Uh, and her the father of the of the baby girl, Thomas Paxton, he originally said that he would that she was going to be a great mom. Um, but then, you know, after some things came out, he changed his opinion publicly when leaked text from her showed her overly casual use of the N word. Um, and not, like, right. calling her friends it, like, in, like, a like a rapper sense, but, like, hard R's. You know, it was, like, really, right. really bad stuff. And that brings us to the Trump era, Tila. So, in 2016, Tila publicly backed Donald Trump and began posting to alt-right forums and blogs using the tag Aryan Lives Matter and referring to herself as an Aryan goddess. Okay, that's really fucking bizarre. <laughs> like, an Aryan yeah. goddess. You are fully Vietnamese, uh that, like it's it's really really weird and like i you know there is not when not when it comes to racism right but like there is something to say for people like making transgressive statements or like doing things for shock value sure but this is like so far beyond yeah. that there's no like redeeming quality to it at all if anything you're just like cutting yourself off into your own little island where no one's ever going to visit you ever again
1: yeah she's i there, i mean there's obviously a lot of like deep psychological trauma and she's been deeply, deeply disturbed. So it probably has something to do with her delusions and racism.
0: And also I feel like, like, um, with like some of these like hardcore, like alt-right racist guys, like they don't, they're not really that concerned with what race you actually are as much as they're concerned with how much you're willing to like throw yourself into their movement. You know, like it didn't really bother them. Yeah. The tequila was an Asian woman, uh, just so long as she kept using the hashtag Aryan lives matter. You know, like right, that was right. more important to them than that. So they're like, "Fuck it, we'll ex- we'll accept you." Uh, and this was the beginning yeah. of the new and final phase of Tila Tequila as we know it. She also called out comedian Sarah Silverman on Twitter, stating that her people, meaning Jews, killed Jesus. Uh, Silverman responded by saying, "You deserve to be loved." Uh, Tequila also went full hog on the conspiracy train and started to post flat earther rhetoric as well. To sweeten the deal, she posted several pictures of her zig heiling. It's just getting. So So rough and crazy. Like this is the last time she was in the news really because everyone was like, wait, like Tila tequila, like shot at love. Like we hadn't heard from her for a couple years and then out of nowhere, just bam, all of this crazy fucking shit. Uh, She's full Nazi. Yeah. Full, full, full Q, like all that stuff. Uh, Continuing her downward spiral into madness. She also changed her name to tornado 10 and started to post videos and tweets about the Hollywood elite and their human sacrifices. This exposure of Hollywood also included conspiracies about celebrity shapeshifters, AKA demons or reptilians. Tornado then gave birth to a second daughter in 2018. Cause like as, as you get deeper and deeper into uh, these kind of crazy conspiracies, it's good to have children. You should you should keep uh, giving. Yeah, birth. Uh,
1: and she. You know, I mean, <laughs> she's talking about the Hollywood elite and their human sacrifices and being celebrity shapeshifters, aka demons or reptilians. And it's like, well,
0: let's have a baby.
1: <laughs> let's, well, yeah, have a baby. But also, it's like, is she wrong? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're, well, they're, I, you'd have to ask her babies because she you know? says that all these messages came from her babies. she said that the, oh. her daughters were both divine gifts from god that relay messages to her straight from the big guy upstairs
1: so like, oh wow yeah
0: so i mean the baby yeah she, like her she has
1: she has severe severe ma- mania um, this woman is is has like a bipolar disorder. That that's what's really wrong with her. She's these are manic episodes.
0: Yeah, it's and like- I mean it doesn't get any any better. <laughs> I mean she she was you know like. Present day, Tila Tequila is a far cry from her original persona, and she's been repeatedly deplatformed from every major social media outlet, but she continues to find ways to post online and is currently still posting her political and spiritual messages. Uh, She's also selling her artwork. Uh, I believe one of her paintings is going for about $50,000, so if you got a couple extra bucks Mm -hmm. and you want (laughs) to buy that, I mean, she is Hitler reborn, so, you know, Hitler painted, so, I mean... uh, Okay, you know, the, the, yeah, there's that but she's done all this other weird stuff like Uh, There's a video of her that I found um, On on some you know tabloid site Where it's like one of those things Where like her neighbor was filming her Because she was doing something really wrong So then she does the like crazy person thing Where you take your phone out too And start filming the person filming you And what it was was she had tried to Coax her neighbor's children into her home So she could baptize them in her bathtub Which kind of has like Andrea Yates vibes And like
1: Yeah yeah, I mean
0: It's just like fucked up like shit and like the woman's like what are you trying to do like why are you trying to bring my kids and why are you trying to put them in your bathtub like and she's like uh because i'm god like as if like this woman should have known that <laughs> that she's actually God. Oh and, uh, man! Like she should be so lucky. She also has this new aesthetic where she has scarves like wrapped around her head completely. She's going for like a very Dune like spiritual fucking. I talk to God through my baby daughter kind of deal.
1: Yeah. Um, oh no. And
0: uh, another interesting thing that I found is that she took pictures where she put a little Hitler mustache on one of her babies and was like. See now in years from now you'll have to Defend yourself from this picture And you'll know how mommy Felt and it's like what kind of Fucking backwards ass Crazy shit is that you know, and I don't mean like when I say crazy, yeah. I, I know I like, I'm not like necessarily talking about her mental illness like, but that shit's fucking crazy. Like there's mentally ill and then there's fucking crazy. And uh that's yeah. like crazy fucking shit, you know what I mean?
1: Well, I mean she's projecting onto her children and she's Right. She's trying to, you know like she's she's uh enacting it's what like, she's I feel already like your done kids are gonna them. have
0: a tough enough time as it is just being the kids of Tila Tequila. You don't need to dress <laughs> just them up like Baby <laughs> fucking- Hitler you know? <laughs> so, all right, what does it all mean? What does it all mean? Well, well, I guess it means that being famous is difficult, and no matter how badly one wants to achieve fame, it can take a heavy toll. Tila Tequila was at the forefront of a worldwide change in who would be considered a celebrity and ways to become one. She is a symbol of early 2000s hypersexuality and self-promotion, the personification of internet celebrity. Like we have seen so many times before, people are unpredictable, and mental health can be an unkind son of a bitch. Sometimes the symptoms of mental illness appear later in life, and in the case of celebrities, unfortunately, that may be when they are at their peak of popularity. Her controversial political stances are most likely not due to her mental illness, but it sure didn't help. As the saying goes, not all mentally ill people are Nazis, but all Nazis are mentally ill. And that's my bit on Tila tequila. Uh, it's a fucking crazy story, folks. And I mean, and it, it really is because, you know, again, now we're living in the age where like you have movie stars, you have rock stars, you have supermodels and you have influencers like it is its own genre of celebrity. That's just widely known. Widely and accepted. you
1: and you have me and then and then now, we have Dinah me who is now my new username is now supermodel. Beautiful supermodel genius. <laughs> so I'm, so I'm all of those things. Yeah, rolled
0: rolled into a nice little package. Yes,
1: rolled into one. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Right.
0: You you recently made the big switch. Your, your last handle, slutty I Taylor Swift, was was like your trademark. But I think this new one fits you. I I, I like the new direction you're going uh, with, I, with your Instagram
1: she, she rebranded. It was a big <laughs> moment. I rebranded. I used playboy to rebrand. I was like, look, we're going to do this. We're going to take this jump. And it worked.
0: No, it worked real quick. What, what, what is playboy like? Like what, what, what was like a, what's like a playboy party like?
1: Oh my God. So it, well, so they hired me to do the social media for their big Art Basel party. And, uh, I, you know, recorded and did interviews with people and, you know, hung out at the party and I gave them all the footage and man, oh man, the, the internet just roasted the party. They, they were like, like, this is the most weirdest fucked up shit I have (laughs) ever seen. This is fucking weird. And, uh, fuck this. And looks like the girl's having way too much fun because this sucks. And I was like, You're like well. I was like, I was like, well, I'll be honest with you losers. I was having a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> they so, paid me a lot of money to do this. So, uh, fuck you. Yeah.
0: That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> like, yeah, it, was, fuck it was, it was, it was cool. Uh, no. So I, I, uh, yeah, I, I started working with Playboy and, um, I went to their party and, uh, you know, it was like it was for Art Basel and they invite all these celebrities and they're like, all right, well, can you like interview the celebrities and like, you know, get some cool footage for our social media? And, and they gave me the guest list and I was like, oh, well, I'm friends with everybody on this guest list. So <laughs> this will be easy. Were
0: there were there any like old school like Playboy folk that, you know, of just like they're just like always at the parties and you could tell? Um, or was it like were they trying to keep it fresh faced?
1: It was it was definitely like fresh faced new you know generation of celebrities influencers like that type of deal but um but the the craziest thing that they had at the party um was so because it's for Art Basel they invited you know these performance artists to do an installation and um so it was this woman called like Virgin Maria or something And, uh, she decided to do an installation of herself in like practically nude, but there's like this cake of her. It's like, it was like a, it looked, it's like a cake that looked like a human body, but she was like (laughs) sitting next to it. And like, you couldn't tell like who was the real cake, like who was the real person and who was the cake. Right. And then at some point someone just takes a big fucking knife and just slices into it. And it looks like there's, like, this big cannibal. Oh, my you know, God. That's, like, I mean, that's
0: cool. I feel like, like that's a risky this... thing.
1: Yeah, and I recorded it. And I put it on Playboy's Instagram, and that's where everybody was like, that's fucking weird. What is this weird <laughs> Cannibals I like, feel like though that's a very wood. basic
0: way of looking at that though. You know what I mean? Like that like yeah. like to me like I I, You like... know, I've been to some weird stuff that doesn't seem like so fucking out there and crazy Like that's like on the same level as having like a naked girl with like sushi on her or something You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, well, I mean it was it was performance art. Yeah. And and um, I mean they had a naked woman and uh, they were eating the cake and the cake was the woman and it was the woman was the cake cake is it cake or is it a woman and uh i can't believe it's not woman i can't believe it's not a woman but that that was the only thing where um the internet kind of responded where they were like what the fuck is going on
0: (laughs) well besides (laughs) besides the uh the the playboy (laughs) stuff do you got anything you want to plug any projects coming out or any Uh, videos you want people to check out or
1: anything uh, I guess just check out my Instagram beautiful supermodel genius. Just follow me on Instagram. Cause, cause that shit is, there's always something weird going on and, and just look, just watch my stories. That's all I got to say. Like, I don't, I don't even know how to promote or anything. Just watch the stories. Just yes. Follow me on Instagram and watch the stories.
0: All right, folks. <laughs> so- well, I want to thank Dinah for coming on the show. If you folks would be so kind as to follow us on Instagram as well, if you don't already, at Culture Dumps, you can send us emails at culturedumps at gmail.com. And for exclusive content, you know you can sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com slash culturedumps. I'm Ryan Licton. Keep on dumping.